Zach Thomas goes to the Hall of Fame. We've been waiting for a long time. Channing Crowder has been on this show for a long time, every year saying he belongs in there, and I don't know what it's going to take for him to get in there, but he's got to be going. And then the, the next year comes, and the voting comes, he's not there. So last night, we all find out that Zach Thomas is finally going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I read a couple of things earlier. Let me read them again. Dan Marino, everything about Zach said Hall of Fame, his statistics, how he played, the winning defenses he led, the Pro Bowls, and his knowledge of the game all jump out at you. He was not only certain to be in the right spot and to get the ball, but he would have everybody else lined up before the snap. He was the quarterback of that defense, and he made his teammates better. Even though I was a veteran when Zach arrived in 1996, I started looking at how he worked every day and how he prepared and how he made you want to improve. You looked at his example and said, I want to work like that guy. And then I saw him play and develop, and he got better over 12 years, and I soon recognized he was one of the greats of his time. And I'll read you one more quote that I thought was just wild. We read it earlier. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. The most unnerving thing about playing Miami was Zach Thomas calling out all of your plays. He caused the most problems for me of any player I ever faced. That's wild coming from Peyton Manning because you don't imagine, you know, someone causing him any problems. You played with Zach Thomas. You have been the biggest supporter of Zach Thomas going to the Hall of Fame for years on this radio show. You have told stories. Why? Was Zach Thomas worthy of the Hall of Fame? Why was he so great? First off, he's had flat out. He didn't have the God gifts of Hall of Famers have. He didn't have the size. He didn't have the speed. I, when Zach got in the NFL in 96, I was 13 years old. I probably could have beat him in a race as a 13-year-old his rookie year. He wasn't blessed with this great athleticism and ability. He willed himself to being a Hall of Famer. It's funny, Peyton Manning talked about his intelligence. Marino talked about his work ethic. This guy comes from millionaires, multi-multi-millionaires, and worked like he was from nothing to get to being Zach Thomas, for us to know his name. The preparation he took, and then helping guys out. Like my rookie year, he would, you know, just walk over and not push it on me, but he'd walk over while I'm doing my, my notes. He's doing his notes. He'd look over my shoulder, and he'd be like, that's a waste of time. He'd just point to a section. Don't, don't chart second and longs. Do something else with your time. He'd give me his playbooks. One year he got injured, and he was out for the season. It was the last year with the Dolphins. And he had those big breakdowns I always talk about, the big spiral notebooks, a, one team, a full notebook. And so I'm like, damn, Zach's going to stop doing the breakdowns because he's on IR. That next Monday he comes to work, he comes to rehab, and he hands me a big-ass spiral notebook of the next team we're playing while he's on IR. Hey, I can't do it, but I'm going to give you, Channing, the knowledge of being the Mike and how I would prepare for this team and did that the entire year until the Dolphins released him. He was not supposed to be anywhere close to what he was, and he did it. And I have stories, the Detroit game, when he tells me to blitz and I end up making two tackles for loss on the same play. Him, A coach telling me not to shoot a gap, and a coach looking at me in my face, Crowder, on this play, if they run away from you, you cannot shoot that gap. Okay, coach. As soon as the meeting's over, Zach walks up to me, and he would look, and I knew what he was saying. He'd look at me, CC, don't get overcoached. Don't be overcoached now. And he was telling me, bro, shoot your gap. 
and I would go do what Zach tells me over top of the Nick Sabans, over top of the George Edwards, over top John Capers, Paul. Crowder muted himself. Crowder. I just, I thought, I, oh, I, you, you, you hit, you hit the mute on your microphone. I, I, I actually thought that my, my computer was lagging, and then I, I kind of looked at Solana, and Solana was like that, and then I looked, I saw you had muted yourself. So go ahead. I you were saying, I don't know what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, but I like he, like he, he would. I listen to him over every coach, Hall of Fame coaches, the great defensive coordinators, million dollar guys. Why did you go left, Crowder? Because Zach told me to. I told you go right. Zach Thomas told me to go left, coach, and I don't give a damn what you say, and I've told coaches that off the field. I, was, I started to tell a story about rookie dinner. Everybody's heard the story that they, it was a $17,000 dinner because Junior Seau's crazy ass bought two bottles of Louis Thirteenth, took one home with him. But at the end of the dinner, Zach didn't want to mess up the tradition. Zach didn't want to, you know, put me on front street or put himself on front street with it. But after I paid the $17,000 on my credit card as a third-round guy with and, not and by that the way, much damn money. You told this story. You were sweating it. Like, when you got that bill and you saw how much you were on the hook for, you were sweating it. Well, I didn't know if my credit card could cover it. I, I was at a point in my career, I didn't know the max on my credit cards. Like, I was like, I've never charged $17,000 to anything before. Like, I bought a car, but it was a wire. And so I did it. My credit card did go through gladly now i would have been happy if it didn't go through i love insufficient funds <laughs> but it went through and but zach could see and i knew i was upset and zach saw like the frustration because you're out i'm out with hall of fame players at prime 112 but now i'm in the tank because i just spent seventeen thousand dollars so we're walking out prime 112 we you know headed out we've had some drink having a good time zach just like tap almost pulls my pant leg like a kid and I, and I look over at him, I look down, and it's a gigantic stack of hundreds, probably eight, eight to $10,000. And he just slides it to me. He was like, bro, this is, for the, this is for the club. I know you got to keep you entertaining. And nobody knew but me and Zach, because he didn't want to mess up the fun and mess up his tradition, but he still saw, really saw a, a, a young player emotionally hurting about this money and said, you know what? 17 grand to me is not 17 grand to him. Let me give him what I have in my pocket. Just all of that stuff. And I, and I, I passed that down to my young guys because I told a story. I would never run up stupid bills because of what Zach showed me about a vet doing it to a younger guy. So the off the field, the leadership, the on the field, the studying, the training, the stretch guys, the, the nutritionist, the blood, blood sample. What do you need taking his blood twice a week and getting vitamin drips and all? I would not know about any of that if Zach Thomas didn't show it to me. Therefore, I would not have been a six-year starter, not have been, you know, the captain of the defense for the Dolphins for years if Zach Thomas was not with the Miami Dolphins when I was drafted in 05. Right. You consider yourself lucky to have been drafted to a team that had Zach Thomas because he showed you so many things that made you a better player. I could have got drafted to Baltimore with Ray Lewis. I could have got drafted to Chicago with Brian Urlacher. I don't know if those guys would have done for me what Zach did for me. The player side of it, they're, they're all Hall of Famers. So it's it's proofs in the pudding, Hall of Fame linebackers. I would say Zach was the perfect fit for me. And if you're, you know, if you're a spiritual person, religious, I think I dropped in the draft because I would never go to Miami as a number one pick. I was a first-round draft pick. I was graded out Supposed all Supposed to be. Supposed to be a first-round draft pick. The Dolphins had to take an offensive player. That's when they took Ronnie Brown. And they were number two. Nobody's taking a middle linebacker at number two. I believe that God dr dropped me down or put me in that situation or I put myself in the rest situation. But 
for something bad like the arrest and injury to move me down the third to go to the Dolphins so that I could be sitting next to Zach Thomas in that 2005 OTAs, the first time I ever met him. I really believe it was crazy to say it was my fate to get around Zach Thomas when I made it to the NFL. And you will be uh, in Canton when he gets enshrined? I, no exaggeration. I have looked at the tickets already. I'm talking to my wife about what our schedule is going to, you know, what our schedule can work out. I am going early, try to get the first seat, and I'm wearing a Zach Thomas jersey. I know you dress up. They can kiss my butt. I'm wearing a Zach Thomas jersey, and I'm going to be screaming and crying like I'm his damn uncle or something. You should have Ryan Clark have a uh, custom suit made for you, a suit that looks like a Zach Thomas jersey. Huh? Know, I, might, I might call in that favor, Hawk. Huh? I might call in that favor. How about that?